0: Ciao. You're listening to Ed Up Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Pepicello, former president of University of Phoenix and higher-end vagabond. So let's get started. Well, podcastees, the question of the day is, why is it easier to do your federal income taxes than it is to access financial aid? In the United States, if you've ever tried to do both of those, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, there's great news. A group of 10 higher education associations are creating a task force and a renewed effort to make the financial aid offers that that colleges present to students more intelligible. Uh, They're going to try to standardize information so that the uh, applicants will understand it. And we'll know exactly what they're getting, when they're getting it, and how they can use it. Yeah, right. <clears throat> now, we all know that college pricing yeah, can devolve into uh, basically an opaque mix of terminology. How's that, huh? And that terminology includes things like tuition, fees, discount net price, funded financial aid, unfunded financial aid, federal student loans, private student loans, scholarships, grants, work study. Okay, you get the idea. This system is so complex that even higher education experts find it confusing. So this can really make the process of applying to college and choosing an institution difficult for students and families, especially those who are uh, price sensitive Uh, for lack of a better term, or or who aren't familiar with the ins and outs of the system. And that's almost everybody who hasn't already been inside the system. So, you know, and it's particularly concerning for underrepresented and low-income students uh, because those people oftentimes think in the first place that they can't afford to pay for college. And trying to get financial aid doesn't make that any clearer for them. Now for a long time, uh, some higher education leaders and some lawmakers have tried to standardize financial aid uh, packages. But so far, the idea hasn't really uh, taken hold and, and hasn't reshaped the higher education marketplace. For instance, in 2012, the Department of Education asked institutions to voluntarily adopt a standardized form Known as the financial aid shopping sheet. Try to say that three times fast. And this was intended to help students compare college costs and financial aid packages. Well, only about 1900 institutions agreed to use it. uh, And there were more than 4700 degree granting title for institutions at the time. Uh, in another effort, bipartisan legislation was introduced in 2019 and again in 2021 um, that would have required the education department to create standard terminology in a format for financial aid offers. It called for a consumer-friendly form, including information um, like, a, imagine this, a student's estimated cost of attendance, financial aid uh, that does not be, need to be repaid, and loans being recommended within financial aid packages. Not surprisingly, lawmakers never voted on either one of these bills. But this new task force, called the Paying for College Transparency Initiative, will again try to create a set of standards or principles for financial aid officers. However, no deadline has been set for this, of this organization to complete its work, and any recommendations that it produces will not be binding. Well, whoopee. The task force says it will gather information from managers who work in financial aid, from admissions and enrollment people at different types of institutions. Wait a minute, red flag. Isn't there someplace else we ought to be gathering information from? And we're told that the financial aid community is excited to engage with this group, this task force, because they want a workable solution. The members of the new task force include people from ACE, from the American Association of Community Colleges, the American Association of State Colleges and Universities, um, the National Association of Independent Colleges. Again, wait, red flag. The problem here with all of this is that insiders created this problem, and now they're gathering together to see if they can solve this problem. Uh, It's a little bit sounds to me like the fox guarding the hen house. In any event, I don't think there's any great hope for progress here. Now, another study was conducted um, a couple of years ago in which Uh, A 1,000 students were surveyed, and they included high school students, current college students, current graduate students, recent graduates, um, and essentially people who had, by and large, gone through the financial aid uh, shopping process at least once. Um, And what's interesting is that of of all these people, uh, almost three quarters, reported confusion over a a, a number that they had to produce or a word that was used uh, in, in their notifications. So let's take a look at some of the things that this study uncovered about issues with financial aid. And if you're surprised by any of these things, I'm surprised that you're surprised. First of all, many consumers said that they found either the dollar amounts or the wording unclear in the whole process. Second, financial aid notifications were intended for audiences who least understood um, what the the words and the numbers meant. We also discovered there's a wide disparity between what experts and consumers find confusing, (laughs) imagine that. And finally, consumers find things unclear for different reasons. So Let's let's delve into these things a little bit. First of all, students who need help paying for college are the ones who are most confused by the rewards letters. Um, Applicants don't understand in particular what or why or how calculations are made. Sort of like your income taxes. There are all kinds of of formulas that make no sense to the common man or to anybody else um, that one needs to navigate in order to to, uh, pay your taxes or to get financial aid. Secondly, financial aid experts and students' perceptions about what information on awards letters is unclear. Um, Again, not a surprise since insiders come up with the the process. and expect people who had nothing to do with the process to understand it. Now, students identified a larger range of amounts that they reported to not understand than what financial aid uh, aid experts expected. Imagine that. Students also reported that uh, there was more unclear wording in the grants and scholarships and loan options and other potential education benefits um, than what financial aid experts thought that uh, those people would report. So what we're finding out here is that students who have been through the college shopping process and the funding process often more than once still do not understand basic information like terms and figures, even with a glossary on that same document. In other words, consumer comprehension in the financial aid process is worse than originally thought. Well, I'd say it's worse than originally thought by the experts, but not by the the consumers who are trying to access. So what what needs to change here? Well, more thought needs to be given in what's given to, to, to students when it's given and how it's given. You know, comprehension of of the process doesn't improve by just throwing a lot of information that experts think consumers need to make decisions. We need to think about, and experts need to think about what the students need. For example, why is it necessary to present what's called the expected family contribution to students and parents? You know, it's a made-up number um, generated by some complex calculation with, as far as I can tell, no real uh, link to reality. uh, Trying to determine what a family can contribute to a student's education, and it just basically confuses everyone. Um, So, we, you know, the, the question is, how does this clarify anything? The answer to this whole conundrum, I think, is simply a need to involve the consumer and do more testing uh, in that realm. You know, there needs to be research to determine not just how we communicate with students and parents, but what do we need to communicate? You know, more words do not equate to understanding things better. Now, putting things on social media and, uh, having links out there that people can follow do not necessarily make decision-making easier. And further complicating this, many at-risk students have parents who need to access these educational resources uh, about cost and affordability. So it's not just the students, it's parents and family. And simply disseminating information, having it out there and saying, well, go figure it out, doesn't really mean that people are learning anything about this system. So I'd say there needs to be significant research and consumer testing to figure out better ways to present information to students about the cost of financial aid. And we need to spend more time asking questions than we do making assumptions when we're trying to determine who needs financial aid, how much they need, when they need it, and how they can access that financial aid that's out there. Now, it, it looks like, uh, again, according to, to, to this survey I've been uh, going back and forth with, you know, awards notices are sort of a catch-all for all kinds of information that, that try to explain cost, funding options, loan terms, and uh, renewal criteria. Um, while also trying to facilitate active acceptance of, of the whole process. And I say, this is just nuts. We need to go back to the goal of the communication with the people who need to access the financial aid system and ask, what is a student trying to do here? What do they need? What information do they need to provide? And what do they need to do with the award notice once they get it? How do they decipher it and determine how to go forward? And any content in the whole process that doesn't go to that goal or blurs it unnecessarily can, should simply be eliminated. You know, I sort of wonder if th- this general disconnect again, has to do with um, the government and various organizations taking care of us, making sure that we get exactly what we need, when we need it. Well, I think, again, as I've been saying, insiders see it much differently than those of us on the outside who are trying to access the system. Now, regardless, the need for more consumer testing and continual improvement needs to be taken at the industry level. And I'm talking about the financial aid industry, because that's what it is. It's not a burden. It should be shunted off on uh, on institutions or individuals. And it needs to be reviewed and redone and simplified. So the answer to why is it easier to do your federal income tax than it is to access financial aid is, well, you know, they're all, those two things are part of the same system and they have the same problems uh, for those of us who need to interact with those systems. So with that, I'm going to step off of my soapbox for the day and invite you to listen to the next exciting episode. Chao.